the Workforce Connections podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome to the WC podcast, where we explore workforce development issues in Southern Nevada. Today's guest is a member of the Workforce Connections board representing WIOA Title IV Vocational Rehabilitation. Drazen, welcome to the podcast. All right. Thank you, Jaime. I really appreciate you inviting me to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to first congratulating you on your recent promotion to Administrator for the Vocational Rehabilitation Division for Dieter. Congrats. Yeah, thank you so much. Definitely super humbled about the opportunity to, to kind of lead vocational rehabilitation to these somewhat challenging in historic times, probably. Very challenging times. I'd like for you to maybe uh, share with us, what are some of the top things that you now as the new administrator are going to be focusing on, or you would like to see the division focus on in, in, in these upcoming months? Right. I appreciate that question. I mean, that's, there's so many, so many different, um, I guess, challenges that we, that we are facing, but definitely some of the most, most important ones is ensuring that we have certain uh, fiscal stabilization of the agency. We're definitely encountering some challenges in terms of um, ensuring that we have a secure uh, and stable certain sources of funding. So we're kind of focusing on that. The other part is uh, just rebuilding our, our staff internally in terms of like a lot of uh, folks who are on the operation end, uh, end of our agency and kind of ensuring that, uh, that we have some of those positions filled. Also, even bigger challenges, our programmatic uh, staff folks, individuals who are working with individuals with disabilities and in, in providing different services, that seems to be a challenge that Nevada is not unique uh, in, in uh, experiencing. Um, but nonetheless, we are committed to ensuring that we serve all the individuals with disabilities that come to our door. So I want to make sure that we have uh, appropriate staffing uh, there and, and, and professionals who have the uh, the knowledge and expertise in, in kind of serving our clients appropriately. So those are some of the, the, the most important ones. And, and, and as a basis of everything is us kind of going back to basics and, and remembering what, what we are there to do, who we are there to serve, um, how can we best deliver the services. So that kind of return into basics will be our, one of our kind of driving, uh, I guess, motos in the next year or so. That's a lot on your plate, you know. Uh, I, I can tell you're going to be very busy. So, Drazen, as the local workforce development board, as you know, we only administer Title One, which is one of the 17 funding streams, and in, in, in this case, Volk Rehab Title Four is another one. But we are called as a board to convene all the partners, and of course, uh, to provide seats on the board for those representations. You represent Title Four. Why is it important for Volk? Rehab to have a seat on the local workforce development board. Thank you, Jaime. I really appreciate this question. I think one of the uh, main reasons uh, why why vocational rehabilitation is on the work, local workforce uh, board is to ensure that uh, the voices of individual disabilities are are are, are heard um, in terms of how uh, how we can help ensure that. Um, that the local business uh, community is aware of the uh, of the untapped uh, talent pool that that uh, our agency represents, of different uh, benefits that we can provide to employers and employees in terms of the training, in terms of assisting individuals in how they can obtain employment, maintain employment, uh, and at the end of the day, I think individual disabilities are in, in many areas of our community are really underrepresented. 
I think individual disabilities, what some folks are not aware of is that they represent uh, the largest minority group in, in the nation um, in terms of the size, but also uh, it's a group that any one of us can become member of any part of in our lives. So it's important that we that this in, that this group is heard in terms of what the needs are uh, in, as far as them being employees, but also uh, some potential business opportunities that, that businesses can, can tap into in terms of how they can better serve serve these individuals and and also kind of uh, expand their customer base. And Drazen, I, I couldn't agree more. I think uh, my eyes were open uh, two, twice about this population that, that you serve. Uh, number one, uh, when I met Sephora as an employer and, and their commitment to have a large number, I can't remember, it's 30, 40 or 50 percent of their workforce to be from this uh, target population. It really requires, again, a, a focus and agencies like ours to go in there and support those employers and those job seekers and, and connect that supply demand equation by removing the barriers in between to employment. And then I went to your facility on Charleston where, again, I was used to seeing two of your representatives here in our one stop in an office like ours. But it wasn't until I went to the office on Charleston that I saw so many things, uh, uh, a, a dog that is there to help train, you know, uh, and, and fill the gap, special equipment of all kinds. Can you tell us a little bit more about all those resources that are made available to help, again, people with disabilities um, connect with uh, job opportunities uh, like em with employers like Sephora? Uh, thank you so much. Again, I get another great, another great point that, that you're making. So. Um, so we definitely have, I guess, a uh, couple of different ways that that we assist uh, employers in terms of um, in terms of finding finding new talents, but also uh, to assist uh, those individuals with disabilities that are, that are seeking employment. So we don't have necessarily a, a customized approach to how we're going to serve an individual. Uh, everybody comes with different set of skills. Uh, interests, uh, knowledge, uh, and different di different needs, different kinds of disabilities. So in, in, in how we are um, approaching these uh, solutions for each different individual, is gonna, it can be very customary. Um, so we provide various, as you mentioned, kind of sources of uh, services to, to individual disabilities and also to employers. So some of these training, some of these things can be uh, as simple as on-the-job training that we're going to provide to employer to um, actually bring in a professional from the outside that can help this individual train in their particular work setting. Uh, it can be a certain level of uh, education, whether you're paying for for your college degree or for some other kind of uh, uh, for some other uh, certificate that the individual may require. It could be assistive technology, whether we're talking about uh, software that we can purchase so that businesses themselves do not have to issue this this expense. We can purchase a software that they could put on that employee's computer, and so that way they can improve the accessibility of that individual. It could be um, different job development uh, support as well. Um, and there's also some other tax incentives that we can definitely explore. Um, what I would kind of encourage any employers, whether it's a small business or medium size or larger ones, to reach out to our business development team who will assist them in, in kind of sharing what all resources we have available for them and how they can kind of tap into this pool talent. Um, I, th I think uh, Voc Rehab the support that it offers is somewhat unparalleled in terms of um, in terms of developing our workforce. I think a lot of our 
sister agencies that are that are that are that are there provide some of the more targeted uh, training and support for uh, in kind of prepping individuals for employment. Uh, our support is is a lot broader than that. It kind of supports individuals to sometimes from months to years in, in terms of them developing to enter workforce. So when one of our clients uh, is ready to to, seek, uh, to search for a job, they're definitely equipped with all kinds of uh, skills, certificates, uh, soft skills, hard skills, whatever is needed, whatever gap we are trying to overcome in order for them to find employment. So you know, it's a, broad, a lot long answers. Hopefully it kind of hits on the yeah, definitely. It was a very comprehensive answer because that's how I left that day after understanding again uh, the needs of employers when I met and visited Sephora and then went and visited your facility where all that happens, all those different resources I saw. And of course, they don't apply to every person because every person has different unique needs and you guys customize those programs to remove the unique needs and barriers from each one. Now that you know, again, 18 months ago, the pandemic not only changed Southern Nevada, it changed the world and, and how we provide services. And so what challenges do you see for us as a system, for you as Vogue Rehab, and how we continue to try to provide services under these new circumstances? Thank you, Jaime. That's uh, definitely a, a pretty timely question in these in these kind of times that, we, that we're living through and, and a pretty broad question. So as far as the future, that's definitely, I think, difficult for any one of us to see because there's so many different, uh, whether it's variants that are kind of throwing curveballs as we've just a few months ago have thought that we have the future down and, and we were planning for that and all of a sudden that curveball was thrown in and we had to kind of uh, pivot to, to a new understanding. So it's difficult to tell. There's definitely a lot of, a lot of challenges, especially for individuals with disabilities, I think, uh, the for some of them. Uh, the way that they perceive the risk factor of kind of entering the employment, uh, whether it's physically being a, uh, present at the employer sites, and um, and some of them may some individuals may have concurring disabilities, maybe not the disability that is that is a impediment to to their uh, work and and to them finding a career, but maybe some other some other uh, other concurring disability that may be um, impacting uh, just uh, how, how their working through their through a certain so, social norms. So um, there's definitely a lot of challenges. I think the opportunities, but with any kind of historic situation, with any kind of uh, situation where uh, as, as uh, intense as the one that we're currently living through, there's a lot of different opportunities. And I think uh, there's new ways in which we've uh, tried to find what uh, what, what is a certain work setting where before we were very focused on offices. Now I think there's a lot more virtual offices. Folks are, the companies are going away from maybe having that brick and mortar, mortar type presence in a location. They're kind of resisting more online, which is just uh, providing us uh, with a lot more areas uh, to explore in terms of where folks can go in uh, as far as their careers and, and as far as their them learning for their living. So yeah, we still have a lot of um, work ahead of us. Like you said, we're learning about this uh, virtual world and, and the delivery of service in that virtual world. Uh, another thing I remember uh, really opening my eyes when I went to visit your facility in Charleston uh, Boulevard was the fact that, of course, you also have staff that, that face the businesses, that are working with the businesses, again, to connect that supply-demand equation of the, the workers with the, with the businesses. And uh, that takes me to the, the next question, which is about the Employee MV Business Hubs. As you know, we partner with Dieter to 
try to find a more streamlined way, and not just with Dieter, by the way, but also with business and industry, uh, Nevada Department of Business and Industry, also with the, with the Chambers of Commerce and the LVGEA, uh, to be able to have a more streamlined message and point of contact for all these businesses, for their members. And we have invited you know, a staff from you, you've been there with your staff to these uh, employee MV business hubs. What do you think about that idea of trying to, all of us on, on the government side to try to work together to streamline the access point for businesses into our system that can be, as you said, very broad sometimes and, and very difficult to navigate for employers? No, I mean, I, I, I love the idea. I, I thought the idea to have uh, this business hub is, is very innovative in a sense. We have a hub for all the employees as they come to, to look for a job. And there was certain expectation that the businesses would just go off of that list. And we, uh, we didn't really have this centralized place where folks can, businesses, business, small business owner, medium business owner can just come in and, ex and uh, be exposed to various services the government provides. So I thought it was great, uh, very innovative, very timely as it, as it appears to be uh, in this kind of, as, as we are living through this COVID uh, environment, as businesses are struggling to figure out what all resources are available for them. I think uh, the fact that you guys have thought of this, of, of this uh, hub is, is, pretty, is pretty remarkable. So I think it just shows what the best of government when you really uh, kind of combine the innovative uh, approach with, with certain uh, timely execution of, of that idea and then the follow through to ensure that not just that we've implemented this idea, but let's make sure that it's actually working how we intended it to work and continuously adjusting that. So I, I think that that's amazing. I think that will will just the Southern Nevada's economy will can only benefit from some such a model. So um, definitely applaud you guys' work and development there. So. Thank you, Drazen. And we we are committed, of course, to continue to work with you. So you are a part of that solution. Uh, we I think part of the validation we've received is first it started at the Vegas Chamber of Commerce which is the only chamber of commerce in the country to host the public workforce system, a one-stop for employers, which we thought was great. And of course, the Sahara West Library followed another beautiful location that we can host employers in for everything from career fairs to industry mixers to uh, you know, workshops for, for small businesses, as you said. But the most recent validation we've received is because that was such a, um, we've served over, I think, 240 small businesses so far, uh, both Mayor uh, Lee from North Las Vegas and Mayor uh, March from Henderson uh, toured those sites and loved the idea. So they asked us to come have a presence in their city hall buildings. Wow. And so we uh, next week on Tuesday, we'll be inaugurating the Employee MV Business Hub in North Las Vegas City Hall. And, uh, and then a week later, we'll be inaugurating the Employee MV Business Hub at the city of Henderson City Hall. Wow. And so as employers go to City Hall to get their business license or their certifications or do their plan checks, they will also have, again, an access point to our system that's uh, conveniently located to where they already are. So even though it's great to be in a chamber of commerce or in a library or in other places, these are just more points of access for businesses to have quick, streamlined uh, access to our program. So we hope that you will join us in, in one of those uh, celebrations if your schedule allows. Absolutely. I, I, I really appreciate the invite. I would definitely do my best to, to come to at least, at least one of those. Again, I, I think really these business hubs and kind of how you're expanding it just continues to elevate the, the, the level of service that we are providing to, to businesses. I think at the end of the day, businesses don't really... Um, 
don't we look at what kind of a uh, government setting we're coming from, whether it's a municipality, a state, a federal government, at the end of the day, uh, they need certain services, they're paying taxes in, in, in one sum, so they should get services through through one central point of contact. And I think this, this is just moving to that direction. So uh, great work, and I'll, I'll look uh, to continue our partnership. Okay, Drazen, uh, we, um, we appreciate you being a member of our board uh, for these past few years. We look forward to you uh, continuing to be the voice of Oak Rehab and the, the programs that you administer and the population that your programs serve and helping us solve, again, this uh, supply-demand equation of connecting employers to our ready workforce. Um, and so as we approach the, the end of our podcast, I would like to cede the microphone to you one more time to share any uh, departing thoughts that you uh, might want to leave with our listeners. Thank you, Hemi. Again, appreciate uh, the invite to the podcast. Uh, definitely enjoyed uh, chatting with you. Um, just a couple of uh Thought, brief thoughts at the end. Uh, first, for any individual disabilities that are looking for employment, uh, just inviting anybody that's interested to apply for our services at dealer.nv.gov. Go to the rehabilitation page. You'll find an online application there. Please, a few brief questions, fill it out, and uh, we would definitely will be more than happy to assist you in finding your employment needs, meeting any uh, kind of challenges that you have, and, and providing services for those. There's no charge for our services, so please uh, seek us out as far as the employers. Again, we are, and an, as I mentioned earlier, we are an untapped uh, source of pool that maybe you haven't heard of. Uh, uh, as, as we, uh, as a lot, lot, lot of folks would like to say, we are uh, one of state's best kept secrets, and, and our really goal is to try to stay away from from, uh, from having that label. We want to be more uh, well known uh, secret, <laughs> I guess that's, um, and to to ensure that the employers really know what type of uh, services uh, they're able to receive from us, how we can help uh, sh uh, with, with their recruiting and, and hiring needs and them uh, uh, finding really great sources of, of talent and uh, well-educated, well-prepared workforce. Uh, so if any employer is interested in this kind of support, please reach out to us uh, either at the employee uh, at Workforce Connection website or dealer.mv.gov at the Rehabilitation Division page. We also have contact information there. So thank you again. Will do, Drazen. And I believe your presence here today and your what you've shared with us will help uh, make Vote Rehab uh, transition from a best-kept secret to the best-known asset uh, for people with disabilities and employers that want to uh, recruit and hire that population. So thank you again for being on our podcast. So that's all for our episode today. Please join us on the next one. Until then, stay safe.